Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey guys! Oh my gosh, welcome to our first Bachelor Nation recap. Luke, are you excited? I'm ready to go. You're ready to go? Okay, so we are recapping Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, episode one. Basically, we have the oldest and the youngest contestants all looking for love. And although I am more seasoned in everything Bachelor Nation, Luke, I really want you to weigh in on this season of BIP because you're just much closer in age to this cast than I am. That's true. I have become a fan of Bachelor in Paradise. It is... Way more fun for me to watch uh, a mix of a bunch of people, male and female, on the same group versus everyone fighting for one person's attention. Yeah, it's just a bunch of hot people banging on the beach. Yeah, I don't know. They're kind of like fighting each other. The, well, men, the men fight the men, the women fight the women, the men fight the women, women fight the men. Well, they're, they're at least sucking face. I don't know if they're banging on the beach. but And toes. And, uh, and yeah. toes this season, they apparently. Certain, someone wants to suck some toes uh-huh. or wants their toes sucked one way or the other. Yeah. So we're going to start with Bachelor in Paradise because all of you that watch it, it goes Golden Bachelor right after we get Bachelor in Paradise. So we're getting like hours and hours of Bachelor Nation every Thursday. And because we're fresh off of Bachelor in Paradise, we're going to start with BIP. Oh, my God. And because there's just way more to talk about Bachelor in Paradise. There's way more happening. The Golden Bachelor, I think, is going to be a hit. There are so many sweet and awesome moments. Oh, my God. I cried in the first five minutes. Yeah. But at this point, I feel like there's a lot less to talk about. So In the first episode. In the first episode. Correct. Yeah. I mean, number one, the vibe count versus the drama count. I think vibe one. Oh, Kendall. What was Kendall's name? I don't even remember he, at this point. Uh, yeah, vibe this, vibe that. I'm really feeling that vibe. He's throwing my vibe off. They vibe, had 11, vibe, vibe. 11 vibes in one scene alone. I started tallying the word drama and then immediately Bachelor Nation, like at the bottom of the screen, started tallying the vibe count. So vibes it is to all you Gen Zers out there. Oh my God. Okay, so let's just talk about the opening because we have Rachel Rakia as our very first contestant. Our friend Rachel. Rachel, we love you. She's our girl. She's our homie. I'm so excited and I'm so glad they opened with her because that girl has like given her life to Bachelor Nation. She has. And you know, I've got to give... Rachel credit for her resilience because mm-hmm. from an outside perspective, when I look at this, this is such a, commitment? We, it's not, not just commitment, but a weird way to meet your potential life, suitor. Yeah. Suitor or life partner. Right. So 
it's like for her to a keep, journey. Yeah, to keep going back. Okay, <laughs> and my journey and your journey. Uh, anyway, for her to keep going back to this, it's you know impressive. And I kind of see it. I feel like in her body language moving into this is like she's a little more cautious going in. Mm-hmm. Not saying she's less excited. She's given it a third try with way more knowledge and experience. Absolutely. But yeah, but you, but Rachel is such an optimist. She's such a wonderful person. You guys like truly inside and out. We know her IRL. We know her in real life. She's absolutely stunning on the outside, but honestly, just as beautiful, if not more beautiful on the inside. So shout out to Rachel Reikia. We fucking love you, girl. And then they introduce the the earring guy. What's his name? Brayden. Brayden. Brayden, the earring guy. So it's like, no offense, but he absolutely looks like he's in Tom Sandoval and the extras. Most extras, whatever the fuck his band is called. Or he is Tom Sandoval. To me, he gives the Tom Sandoval and Johnny Depp vibes. Like those are the... Peter Madrigal. Peter Madrigal as Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Mixed with Tom Sandoval's wannabe wearing like Ariana's kimonos and it's just like, it's also extra and try hard for me. I don't feel like this is, and I, if you listen, this is all just our opinions. You guys, I don't feel like this is who this dude is normally. Right. And I, you know, I like Peter and I don't think, I don't know. I don't, I don't oh, like yeah, being, Peter Madrigal. being associated with this guy. I just meant the Johnny Depp. Vibes. Johnny Depp. No, no, no. More Johnny Depp than Peter Mag- Madrigal. Like, Peter is not quite the try-hard center of attention kind of person that it seems like Braden, Tom Sandoval, these guys are. Now, we don't know Braden personally. But Tom Sandoval was also in a band with a guy named Braden. So that also just felt weird to me. And Braden's real name is Sean, and he changed his name to Braden because it's a strong name. So there's just like too many try-hard vibes from me coming. I just said vibes. You did. Every time vibes is said, take a shot. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) anyway we'll get back to him because he's all over the fucking place in this episode yes let's move along jess 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 g G. that's the young one yes she is she is the young little cute blonde the one one. i think she she appears the most innocent i don't know that Mm. she is but to me she on the surface looks like the more innocent young blonde Mm -hmm. girl yeah like she's so sweet oh my gosh right well we'll find out because i'm gonna let me just say up front y'all I am like Bachelor Nation ride or die. However, what I did notice so far this season on episode one of of BIP, it is everyone from like Clayton, Charity and Zach's and Rachel and Gabby's seasons. But like at the very end when we see Avon and I, I was not super invested in Zach's season. No offense. Um, I've mentioned this before when I was talking to Ryan Bailey and also with Charity season. I like Charity. I love her. I think she's phenomenal. But it was just like, I don't know. Like, it felt like everyone was just kind of playing a little safe on those seasons. So I just wasn't as invested. So I don't know who a lot of these people are. It's no offense to anyone. Everyone's super hot moving forward. So we have Jess G, Glitter Girl. Next. We have Will. Will, who is kind of the center of episode one. Him and Kylie uh, are very much the focus, it seems like. So, you wrote, he's Italian, look Italian with tats. Oh, and he's, I guess he's like the former jacket guy. So I kind of remember this. I, it was like a, it stood out to me slightly from his season that like someone got pissed and like threw his jacket in the pool, but it's like, uh, I just can't go get over a will with the wax brows. His eyebrows are too thin for me. It's a personal preference. Mine are microbladed. So I just like a thicker brow. 
Yeah, and you know, we'll get through all these guys, but I have to make the comment after that is, does every one of these guys wax or shave their chest or all body hair below their chin is the way right, it seems. because they're like around your age, give or take. And men at in, in their 20s have, you know, body hair. Well, yeah, it starts at puberty. So <laughs> it starts in your teenage years. I mean, just that kind of grooming to me feels so Hollywood. I'm so not Hollywood. Yeah. I'm adjusting a little bit, but I'm not going to get to the point where I am. Wait, I have a question. Do you think when they're in the casting process, they're like, oh, you have body hair. We're not into that. I would bet they ask the guys to take their shirt off. And so then they say, well, are you willing to get rid of your body hair? Yes or no? Maybe. Uh, you know, I, I'm just not that knowledgeable about this bachelor nation, this world that... You know, obviously they want things to be as appealing as possible for the female audience for, okay, as but far as the men but, go. But like, I'm also the female audience, even just because I'm 40, I'm dating a 32 year old. Right. I'm so. going to marry your ass. And like, I'm not into someone who's m more well-groomed than I am. That's just, a, again, personal preference. Yeah. Although you want me to trim my armpit hair, but leave the chest and stomach hair. I just said trim. It's just long and it gets, it curls. That's fine. It's just like a thing. It, you know, Anyhow. it makes you happy. That's fine. Okay. So who's next? Brooklyn? Brooklyn, the cowgirl. She does not like cat with a K. Cat with a K. Because we have this, this season right now, we have cat with K and cat with a C. Yep. No Ashleys. No Lauren's quite yet. And Cat with a C is the blonde. Well, they're both blonde. They are. You're right. But Cat with a K, she's the one who seems like a giant pain in the ass. But I also think she's like absolutely stunning. Cat with a K had the green bathing suit on. Yes. And she's, she's the one who immediately, when she's introduced to us, she's like, I like hot weather, but I hate. And then just starts naming everything she hates. Yes. She's like, I don't like sand. I have bugs. I don't like sweating. I don't like I don't crabs, like... etc. cetera. No, no All, one does. You know, well, okay. Just kidding. <laughs> well, they don't have body hair, so I've they can't get crabs. crabs. <laughs> if you don't have body hair, you can't get crabs. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that. Uh, yeah, Kat, to me, on the surface, looked very attractive, but with my lifestyle, I don't think there's any way I, I, I personally would have ruled her out very quickly. If I was a participant contestant, what do you mm. call contestant? Uh, I con guess. Contestant. I mean, they are, they are fighting to win love. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Moving on. Then we have Blake. Oh, Blake Moines. What's up? What's up, baby doll? Uh, Blake is an, a friend. He is the best. I was surprised. I did not know that he was going to be on the season. I did know Rachel was going to be, so I literally shot him a text like right away. Um, Luke does not know him. And yeah, Blake was engaged to Katie Thurston, I believe is her last name, on her season. Blake's from Canada. He's a good dude. Cool. Yeah. All the girls are thirsty for him. So um. <laughs> I think everyone's like kind of, not everyone, but like, I feel like this episode, the people that were thirsty were thirsty for almost everyone. Uh, sort of, but he had the most dramatic, he came in, all the mm -hmm. girls, they had the googly eyes and everyone mm -hmm. talking about how hot and how good of a guy he is and all these things. Like he is the prize, it seems like for all these women. Honestly, he, of all the contestants on this episode, he's like the seasoned vet. He's like, I think the one who's been on it like the longest. Okay. Then we have Aaron from charity season. Aaron B. I don't know. Uh, he's the one that he made it pretty far. And then a conversation with Charity when he was talking about having cheated oh, on his ex. Yes. Yes. And that's what ended up getting and him. And she booted him. She booted him. Oh, that's right. Okay, cool. Now we have Cat with a C. Zach season. Yeah, there's Cat with a C. 
Even though my closet is pretty full, I still feel like I never have anything to wear. But that's when I found Quince and have finally given my closet the upgrade we both desperately needed. Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet literally forever, which makes putting together that outfit way easier. Trust me. Quince has all the capsule wardrobe must-haves, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, suede and leather jackets, and silk blouses and dresses. Here's the kicker. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. That's right, 50 to 80% less. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Luke and I got a few pieces, and they're quite possibly the most comfortable fabrics ever. Cashmere, silk, whatever you dream, they've got it. I got a pair of their sweatshirt and sweatpants, and it's literally all I can wear at home. It is so soft and dreamy. I need every single color. Take the drama out of planning an outfit and upgrade your closet with Quince today. Go to quince.com slash Dodie for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Dodie and get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Dodie. You hear that sound? It's the sound of a sale you're missing out on because you're not selling on Shopify. And what does it sound like with Shopify? Ah, much better. Start selling with Shopify today. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. I use Shopify with James May. Whether you're running a garage entrepreneur or an IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run and grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. So whether you're selling satin sheets from Shopify's in-person POS system or offering organic olive oil on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are covered. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify has the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn them from browsers to buyers. What I love about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is truly a global force, powering Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs over every size across 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kristen, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kristen to take your business to the next level today. It's shopify.com slash lowercase Kristen. Oh, then we have the Ken doll guy. Oh, that, okay. That talks about like being a Swifty. He looks like a Swifty, but he also looks like he uses too much sun in and it's no offense. Well, he's it's just, you know, he's very interested in his looks and he's, uh, certainly a male model type. Uh, I've met quite a few male model like types. A, it's, we, we call them actors. Actors, okay. A model slash actor wannabe. Well, he... Tom and Tom used to be those. Yeah, the Ken doll, they call him. So that's that. Okay. Okay. Uh, we have Eliza, who's super gorgeous. I feel like if, if anyone's allowed to say the word vibe, I feel like it would be Eliza, and she doesn't. Yeah. Like, she's vibey to me. We, we skipped over Kylie. I didn't have a, a specific note down on her, but Kylie is gorgeous. Yeah, you thought Kylie was smoking. 
Kylie's smoking hot. Eliza's mm-hmm. smoking hot. Yep. Oh, and then we have Sam the Rash Girl. I do not remember her, but I now I feel badly because she was, as we found out, the first to go on her season of The Bachelor. And she immediately was nervous that she was breaking out in hives or like a rash because she was nervous. So it, it wasn't a good start for her, but you know, she and Jesse had a pinky promise. So I don't know. We'll see how long Sam lasts. I'm, I'm not, hell, Sam, I think you're a pretty girl and I really like your hair, but I just don't think you're going to last girl. So now we get into like the actual fucking show, right? Immediately we have homeboy kisses, Olivia after Olivia asks him to suck her toes and he starts apologizing to Kylie. I mean, maybe they're there a few hours in T you know, in TV land, we're like however many minutes in, but in real life and we're a few, we're hours in right to them filming this. Olivia's like, you want to suck my toes? And he's like, ha 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 ha. And she's like, he's like, well, you got sand in your toes. She's like, well, there's an ocean right there. It was so fucking awkward. Who asks someone to suck their toes and then gets mad at them for kissing someone else? Uh, when they just met. Well, okay. They let's, just let's met slow is down. my point. Let's slow down. So okay, they, Very yeah, passionate. that moved past that. Will clearly had some boundaries with sucking your toes right then. He's like, whoa, okay. That's uh, kind of a big proposition. I mean, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I'm not putting toes in my mouth. I've never even asked you to suck my toes. Will clearly makes a move on Olivia and then, you know, fawns over Kylie. Yeah. And Kylie's saying her heart's broken because she had a thing for Will. (laughs) She was doing the, kept doing the little heart symbol with her hands and breaking in yada yada anyway she invites him on the date they go on the date really hit it off will's you know super excited okay but really quick that a note that i made was when the date card came when kylie got the date card right and we both thought she was choosing blake yeah we were pretty hell bent on it thought he was the the prize like and the, the she the was gonna possession. rule rule will out because he already made a move on another girl and they've only been there for hours like as like a fuck you to him kind of right I mean, essentially, you're like a screw you. I'm going to choose someone else. Or like you messed up. I'm taking someone else on this day. Right. Right. But then she chooses Will. And immediately, I think, in my opinion, she's like, bitch, Kylie, I'm marking my territory. And I mean, Kylie's saying to Olivia, like, I'm marking my territory. That's why I'm taking Will. Oh, she's in a position of power and she had the ability to do that. Yeah. Hey, why not? YOLO. And then this is the thing that I... It's like so dumb, maybe, but maybe you Gen Zers can like DM us. You can email us and explain this to me. What is with the Olivia being like, I'm confusion. She's confusion, not she's confused. Confused? I, I don't know if that's a grammar mistake Confucius? or if that is a... Are you trying to be a valley girl? Were you born when Clueless came out? Look, if that's a Gen Z slang, let us know. Please uh, tell us so I don't make fun of it anymore, but I probably still will. I'm confusion. I don't get it. And then we move forward to, oh no, oh my God, on their date. When Will falls in the, in the water. water. Yeah, Will falls off. It looks like there was an elevated area and he steps off of the elevated part. And, and it just kind of like this little sand dunk there. Yeah. All I could think about was his $1,500 mic pack that was on his the back of his waistband. Because <laughs> we rewound mm. it twice because I'm like, wait, hold on. I have to watch it again. And then I was like, wait a minute, where's his mic pack? And you can see it. Whatever. Definitely had a condom on it. Well, this is like the behind the scenes stuff. When you're in the water, typically they put a condom over your mic pack to help make it waterproof. A a real condom. We're not talking about like a a special thing for a mic 
uh, <laughs> pack. They actually use like a Trojan condom or whatever brand yeah. and do that to keep it dry if there's a chance of a lot of sweat or water. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mostly sweat. You're right. But we did watch it three times and I was like, there goes a $1,500 mic pack. I wonder if they're taking that out of his per diem. Oh, wait, they don't get paid, I don't think. We're not sure. Moving on after their date, we have Brayden, earring guy, and Kat with a K, the green bathing suit. She's the one who was like, I hate everything about the hot weather. Terrified of bugs, crabs, and all the things. But they're like all getting schmoozy on the day bed. Well, she's like playing hard, trying to play hard to get, and he's just pursuing, and she's loving it that he keeps pursuing, keeps pushing more when she yeah. pushes back. And but you the, know, but the conversation, okay. Oh, your green bathing suit. I love green. Wow. And then she's like, Oh, you know what my favorite color is beige. And I was like, I mean, I could get down with that. I like a good monochromatic look. Beige is a great color. And he's like, Beige. And like, this is the substance of your conversation. Hey, kiss. You know, at the same time. These yeah, two want to get fucked. These two might be made for each other. You're not wrong. It seems like of the people there, Braden and Cat with a K are both <laughs> interested in, you know, kind of themselves. They both have their little quirks. They both definitely have plenty of quirks about themselves. And, you know, I actually see it. I, I think it could work. I think, no, I agree with you. You're not wrong at all. But then we have that wild Olivia comment after, like, you know, they're on their date. And Olivia says, yeah, when they're on their date, I love this. I had to pause it and tell Kristen because she missed this quote. Yes. Olivia says, at the end of the day, Kylie got to taste me and I didn't have to taste her. I was like, ooh, that's a good slam. That's a really good slam, I think. Shots fired. Maybe it's a little immature, but at the same time, like, I get it. It's on the same day. I mean, I used to say shit like that when I was in my 20s as well. I would be like, oh, yeah, how, how does uh, how do I taste when you went down on them? Oh I would say goodness. like gnarly shit. Yeah, and and that's what you, you do in your 20s. So that was like pretty much the bulk of this episode was really revolving around them. We And then we noticed like four girls were being going to be sent home, right? No, then three because at the very end of the episode, Avon. <gasps> Avon comes in. Avon shows up and Olivia was... Hoping head to see over him. heels. Head over heels to begin with. Well, they had, didn't even show his entrance. They showed next week. Said he comes in, and you got the the preview of what was going to happen. So you know, so uh, three girls are going to go home. Three girls right so, now. Yeah. So then, when Luke started kind of explaining it to me, even though I'm the Bachelor Nation girl, but Luke's explaining this to me as like, listen, man, three girls are going home. Well, four girls now, three girls, and they're all being super smart. They're finding their dude. They want to stay on the beach. Hello. I was like, damn, you're right. You know, part of this is being competitive, whether That's or not why people want to say. Rachel went for Kendall. Okay. And Kendall I... went for Rachel because she's super hot. That's my opinion. It's not factual. I will 100% agree with that, that Rachel saw, or maybe Rachel didn't feel a strong connection right out the gate. She saw a good looking guy that wasn't paired up and that's how you keep moving. Yeah. You make, you you make buds with people. You like flirt. You don't want to miss out on the opportunity. This whole opportunity is the season. So week one, day one, whatever you want to pair up with someone. That's how this works. And Rachel picks Kendall. We need to give Kendall a name. I'm, I feel bad that we're not I saying know, his me name. Too. Let me look it up really fast. Okay. Sean. Okay. Sean is Kendall. Sean, we apologize. They did not give you guys proper banners the whole entire time. But I do love the banners that they that they do have. Oh, yeah. Like so, it says what they do, 
like or what they're usually on Bachelor and Bachelorette. It says like what they do for a living. Right. So Rachel and Sean slash Kendall, they get their little mini romance going. Seems to be going well. And moving forward with the whole banners, it says not doesn't actually look like Ken. I think under one of his uh, banners. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it does. And then it also, when it said, he's like, oh, I'm a Swifty when he was flirting with someone, it did like a little asterisk and it said, not an actual Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. That is one of my absolute favorite parts of Bachelor in Paradise. I, one of the reasons I like this more than any other Bachelor shows, these banners are so funny. And the intros. And they, they literally make fun of themselves while they make fun of the fact that they're on this show after they've been on a show like this. And it's like... They're laughing with us. So people, you know what I mean? So people aren't laughing at them because at the end of the day, we're all giant Bachelor fans. That's why we're here. Absolutely. Well, I'm not a giant Bachelor fan, but watching this regular Bachelor, Bachelorette, Mm -hmm. there's not enough comedic relief. I feel like sometimes it just gets so heavy and so personal and all these things. And I'm just like, wake me up. It's really heavy. It's It's only funny. Like in the first few episodes when it's like that girl's or guy is too drunk or that person did this, but PIP is a damn good time. So I can't wait to see who goes to the boom, boom room, who gets engaged, who cat fights, not cat with a C or a K, but who has a cat. Hopefully how (laughs) ironic and amazing would that be if the cats got in a fight? Oh my gosh. So next week we can't wait. Are you tired of cycling through the endless amounts of trending skincare products that all claim to smooth wrinkles, firm skin, and give you a youthful glow, but they don't really deliver results at the end of the bottle? Well, support for today's episode comes from One Skin, founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging. After testing thousands of peptides, they discovered OS1. The OS1 peptide is scientifically proven to target aged cells, the main source of skin aging, and actually reduces the biological age of skin by several years. Unlike most skincare products on the market, One Skin works deeper than surface level and is designed to promote healthier skin from the inside out. When you have healthier skin, you have better looking skin. Give One Skin a try and see the difference. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off One Skin with our code DOTI at oneskin.co. That's O-N-E-S-K-I-N dot C-O. What I love about One Skin products are that they absorb so quickly and leave my skin super soft and buttery. I also love that it's fragrance-free. Sometimes products give me headaches based on their smells, but this one, it's perfect. And get this, there's no irritation for people with sensitive skin like myself, lots of reef cute packaging, and overall, it's just a great product. OneSkin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off, again, with the code DOTI at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code DOTI. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. So age healthy with OneSkin. Now, moving on. To the Golden Bachelor. Let's talk about Gary. Oh, Gary. Oh, Gary. Like I said earlier, guys, I was crying in the first five minutes. I mean, what a gem. What a fucking gem of a human. 71 years old. I think he's 72 now because I've been reading all of the news articles and whatnot. Gary was with his wife for 43 years. 
I want to get choked he up. He is. And he's from Hudson or New, New Hudson or Hudson, Indiana, which is only, which is less than two hours from where Kristen and I are right now. Mm-hmm. We drove through Angola, Indiana on our way up on I-69 and we were, you know, probably within 20 minutes of Hudson, which is kind of pre- funny. It was just pretty cool to be like, oh my gosh, he's from Indiana. No way. We even saw, we saw a Golden Bachelor billboard, we right? We did. Yes, we did. In Northern Indiana, right by there. And I think that is obviously targeted because of, of where he's from. Yeah. No, it was awesome. Super fucking smart. But yeah, he is just a gem of a human. Um, he is a retired restaurateur. He has two daughters. He was married to his high school sweetheart, Tony. For 43 years, and I'm sure you guys all watch this, so I'll just bring you all the details, but it just the, the sadness of, of Tony falling ill and the quickness in which everything happened, and now he's ready to put himself out there again. And I think that's just so beautiful and awesome and genuine, and, and why not have a good time? And I just wish your one grandma, G, as we call her, was on this damn oh episode, man she'd be season. very funny at the same time we had dinner with her or sorry lunch with her yesterday and she does not need a man messing up her life she said she said <laughs> I, I feel bad for people that have to live with someone else yeah is what she, she said, said she lunch. said people feel oh, alone my goodness. she goes i feel bad for people that have to live with someone else no oh, she's so funny oh, shout out to g we love oh, you so much love you g okay so we first have edith comes out of the limo and she had the confetti cannon and then we had Ellen, who straight up reminded me of Jill Zarin. For all you Real Housewives fans out there, Jill Zarin from New York Housewives. The pickleball, the accent, the Boca Raton. Like, she's just like the Florida, New York girl. And I, I couldn't get over it the entire episode. And also, Ellen was is the one that has her friend, Roberta. Yes. Who yes. is ill at the time when this was, yeah, when this was being recorded, which we saw at the end. She has now passed away. And she's doing this for her, which is obviously super touching. And this is, it's such an emotional, it's Golden Bachelor is so much more emotional than Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor Maybe in that's Paradise why is they're doing like on the same day. You get the the like fun relief at the end. At the end of the, the very heartwarming, but also slightly. Right. Tear jerking, heartwarming mm-hmm. Golden Bachelor. Yeah. That, yeah. Good job. And then remember Sandra, your reaction to Sandra, you're like, she's 75. Oh yeah. Sandra. What? Get out of here. She could get it. Luke, Luke literally went, fuck. I, that's what those were. My note says, Luke says, fuck. She's not 75. No well, that's what she said anyway. She's like, fuck this shit or something to oh, that effect. Right. They bleeped it out. Or it was fuck, fuck, fuck you thought. Or yeah, something to that effect. They, they had to bleep it all out. Because she said her favorite word was fuck. Right. You could kind of figure yep. that out. She's, she's That was feisty. hysterical though. Yeah. She's a little feisty It was. One. I mean, for 75, she's kicking ass amazing so i i don't remember who this was but it was who came in with the walker and then she was like i dated prince i remember that but i don't remember don't remember her name i know it's a lot on day one because there's just so many people that were being introduced to so many yeah one note we had on the intros was how matt the former bachelor his mom comes in and Patty. Patty. They didn't give Patty but a couple seconds. I know. And I, you know, when when that happened, I thought it was because she was going to have such a season that they were like, we don't really need to introduce Patty. She's like been on it before. Like everyone knows Patty. But as we know, at sorry, but like at the end of the episode, because it's just a recap, but like Patty doesn't even make it. It's like you gave Patty like 2.2 seconds. You know, 
It part, bothered me. Part of me thinks she saw her son's, you know, kind of experience with this show. And right. maybe that gave her some doubts to where she wasn't super confident going into this. Maybe. Because she's like really awesome and beautiful. Yeah. I think so sweet yeah, and she rad. looks fantastic. And, you know, they didn't give her a lot of show time so, or a lot of screen time. So maybe she wasn't super talkative. And maybe that's why if she didn't, this is a competitive thing. It's mm-hmm. something I said, have said that you have to, you have to push, you have to try to get that time with the bachelor, with the guy that everyone's there to see and hopefully mm-hmm. end up with. And if she wasn't putting forth that effort, then you get, you don't make it very far. If she's more reserved. If right? you're more reserved, right. So you have to be right. really not just putting your best foot forward, but coming out of your shell and really pushing your own limits. Yeah. And really quick, what I also really like about this, as we're kind of in the middle of it, was I really liked the diversity of all the women with their ages. We all know they have to be at least 60 years old, but they're all from very different walks of life. And I like that they were breaking this like stereotypical view of what a quote unquote senior looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it's like with 75-year-old hot Sandra, who's like feisty as hell. And like, you know, between the ages of like 60, 70 plus, you're totally breaking up with the stereotype. Right. I like. mean, we're talking Medicare, Social Security, yeah. AARP. We're talking about yeah, all the... Yeah, we're talking the... about the like, rest in peace, Alec Trebek. But like he used to do all those commercials about like senior citizens and stuff that would be on like in the middle of the day when when people are at home so anywho absolutely and i gotta say i love it because you know as time goes on we're in 2023 time goes on our life expectancy is growing Mm -hmm. is going getting later and later and people are living a lot healthier longer lives and can show this vibrance still in their 70s it's it's awesome hell yeah yeah i'm more than halfway there bro anyway okay so Teresa, she's a fireball Teresa was the first kiss but when we meet Teresa. Like with Gary, she was the one who was like, I'm wearing my birthday suit. My my birthday suit. It's my birthday. Yeah. And then, and then she like opens up her dress or whatever that wrote like a wrap dress, I think it was. And she's basically wearing like nude colored skims, which is like, ha ha ha. But I was like, oh man, she's feisty. Six grandsons. I think Teresa wants to be, um, Teresa wants some SponCon. Maybe. Sponsor content on Instagram. I think Teresa wants to, to be an Instagram influencer. <laughs> Look, I think it was a fantastic stunt and producers were nothing but encouraging hearing, oh, it's your birthday. We should do something special for that. You know, and saying, let's, you know, do it, do it, make it happen. And she, oh, she delivered. Uh, it was great. The way they cut it before a commercial, she delivered perfectly. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, we meet April, the therapist. April, you know, I like and I don't like April. You said immediately she's going to be the villain. I said she's the villain right away. You're right. Because she was like, I want my eggs are fresh. Or she said, my eggs oh, are she fresh. She came in with that and she looks very, she definitely looks younger than like her age. She like is most here of these to women bring do. the drama. She is. And she's going to be aggressive, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. She was a lot. So April being aggressive, my pre-call villain what then we have the motorcycle show up is that right is that where we are do we have faith showing up in the motorcycle and they have the girls or sorry ladies women outside looking through like a barn door to see her pull her pull up in that and they say she is not at least 60. (laughs) yeah she she was stunning and she was married 25 years wow i really really liked her 
a whole lot. She said she's a local radio host. Again, just like a side note, I really wish they kept the banners up of like who their names are while we're still getting to know them. That was a little tough for me. It was. And yeah, uh, you know, banners, I feel like they maybe cut back on them. Maybe they got some feedback that they were doing it too much, but it feels different. I may be wrong, but I feel like there's fewer banners. And so keeping track of all the names early on is more difficult right now. Yeah. Gibson, my dog got more banners on banner pump rules than some of these ladies are getting right now. I'm just saying it's true. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So Faith, yeah. Early favorite, obviously very good looking, very spunky. She rode in on a motorcycle. She did all the things right. She's an early favorite. That's for sure. So we, we actually skipped over Nancy on the intros. Oh yeah. And my best friend, Amy was over and Amy immediately was like, Nancy's going to be a front runner. Calling Nancy. I'm going to say to the top five, she's going to make a run. I'm going to call Nancy and Faith to the top five right now. Hundred percent. So Gary's first kiss was with Teresa. She is the girl that on the intro pulls her dress back like she's naked, says she's in a birthday suit, has the nude-colored skims on, and then when they have their one-on-one time after they're back there, that's the first kiss. She gets the first kiss, which is was surprising to me. I felt like she maybe came on too strong and was going to kind of scare him a little bit. He was so like cute about it, though. I did, too. We were both kind of like, oh, no, oh, no, kissed on the first night. Like, he's been, you know, he's a widow. He's been widowed for now six years like eek and he was so adorable and they were it was just so like frank sinatra he had like a a, i don't know like a high school dance type thing it was just so sweet it was so sweet and at the same time what was going through my head was holy shit this guy is about to have a psychological roller coaster making out with all of these women all these attractive women vying for him when he's been it was widowed, I think they said six or seven years. Six years. Yeah. Six years before that. Hadn't kissed a woman since. Oh, and man. now all of these women, all of these things, it just, just for anybody, even if you're in your 20s or 30s, to right. go through this would be a, a wild, crazy experience. But for him, I'm like, oh man, for his mental health, I can't, I can't imagine what he's going through and trying to sift through these feelings and thoughts because I'd imagine he's a man of thought before feelings. Mm. He can think through his feelings, but so many different feelings pulling him in different directions. Mm-hmm. Once you start kissing these women. And he's trying oh, to like man. give love a chance again for real and like really trying to lean into this process, as they say, the journey, as they say. Right. Oh, I didn't even think about that. It's a good point, babe. We skipped past Aunt Chippy. We did skip past Aunt Chippy. What the hell was I thinking? We were so in the love mode. Aunt Chippy was the best thing to ever walk on to that damn property. It's uh, honestly, it was so funny. The way she came up, just who she is. It was amazing. Obviously, she, I think it's obvious to everybody. She wasn't there really for the journey, quote unquote. She was. Listen, Aunt Chippy, she hasn't had sex since the first George Bush was in office. I mean, basically her Bush is dustier than the original President Bush. The Golden Bachelor better bring that lube. <laughs> so funny. You're quoting our friend Jill Kimmel. I am quoting Jill Kimmel. That is Jill's aunt, as well as Jimmy Kimmel's aunt. And I was like, Jill, you need to tell me about Aunt Chippy. Oh my God, I wish you were on this podcast right now. <laughs> uh, Jill and Jimmy Kimmel are both hilarious in their own right. It's just amazing <laughs> that they got their aunt on this show. It's the much needed comedy relief. It is exactly what you were talking about in the beginning, right before we started it. You were like, you know, BIP is sort of the comic relief to the loveliness that is the Golden Bachelor. 
but we got a dose of ant of anchovy. We did, and I love it. I kind of hate that she's not there for another week, but you know, maybe she'll come back. Expect? Though maybe they'll just bring her back for like competitions and stuff. Mm, I would bet that she doesn't. Damn I think it. that's it. I think that's her cameo. Damn it was it. good though. It was very good, very entertaining. I loved it. And Susan. And Susan. Good old Susan. Susan the Kardashian. Chris Jenner. Chris Jen. Chris Kardashian Jenner. Maybe gamble one day. The haircut, the everything about her. I was like, she just wants to be a Jenner. Good for her. So we get to, you know, he's finally choosing who he's going to give the golden roses to. and it's Not the golden roses. Well, he's got the first impression rose. Can't oh. skip over the first impression rose. I know. And he immediately call, he calls Faith back. 61. We knew it. Yeah, we did. She had the honestly the best first impression. That's what the rose is for. I agree. So totally she agree. really knocked it out of the park and gets, gets the first impression, Rose. She's super ecstatic about it. I'm happy for her. Still have her and Nancy in the top five. For sure. For sure. But I will say this, Luke, like as he, so then I'm so sorry. Yeah. Then we do, when he does start like eliminating, this is when I realized, Luke, you are really good at fantasy bachelor. Bachelor. When I say bachelor, I mean bachelor nation. You are so good at fantasy bachelor because when it came down and patty was still in the running and chris kardashian jenner aka susan was in the running i'm like he's choosing patty you're like uh-uh not a chance susan all the way it's he's 100 going susan definitely susan and it was so from here on out you know what i want to do i want to get like your fantasy bachelor like your top picks if you will when we do this Ne- starting next week okay we're gonna do like luke's top picks at, at the like end of each one and like see how close you get because i really feel like you're gonna nail it we'll see who can join faith and nancy in the top five luke's top five golden luke, bachelor luke top luke's top five and i promise not to read reality steve you don't know what that is i don't even know what that is reality steve has always given all the good goods away and all the spoilers and just like most of the movies that I watch, especially if they're scary, I always read the spoilers immediately. So I know who makes it at the end. Yeah, it sounds like you. It does. But I will not do it this season because I want to follow along with Luke's fantasy bachelor. You're picks. just lacking in patience when you really, <laughs> really want to know something. Yeah, the patience is not there. Yeah. The only last thing I want to touch on was and then we do the like to come this season, which is always my favorite thing about episode one of any of these shows is that you get not next week on. It's always like coming this season. So you get to kind of like try to figure out who's in the shadows and like if they're trying to like hide their face so you don't like know everything. You know what I mean? It's like they'll show like a back of a woman's head. So you're like, is that her or is that her? Absolutely. And they who show... Who's he kissing or who, who's he on a boat with? But it made me really sad. There was a moment where he got really upset and he goes, I'm done. I'm done. Like, meaning what I felt, what he was saying was like, I'm done filming. And he stood up. Yeah. That's what I was in tears. saying about his mental health. I was worried about it before they showed that yeah. because it's just... It's not a healthy situation to get back into dating. Yeah. However, it could work out. It's worked out for some people. So I wish him the best. And I think, Kristen, this is another little Easter egg, but I think you know how much I can relate with him on this whole fuck it, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm done filming. I'm done, I'm done with this. I'm done filming this show. <laughs> I said it, not you. I don't anyway. Care. And I also really liked... Even though, again, it was like a little like heartbreaking, but they did show a few of the women just being like, this is our real life. 
but it wasn't said in this drama way of like a 20 something year old and like no offense to the younger bachelor nation contestants. But when you hear it coming out of a grown woman's mouth where it's like, this is our real life. That hit me to my core because it reminds me so much of just being on reality TV. And I think a lot of viewers don't know, like, this is their real life. So just remember It is. All people in in reality TV, granted, producers set up certain things. They feed some lines occasionally, Mm -hmm. but it is everyone's real life. They are not a scripted screen actor. They're not AI. They're not AI either. They are there experiencing it. The emotions are real. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, you might be able to pick out a line and be like, okay, they were fed that line. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It makes a better viewing experience. But they're real, real life human beings. They're real life human beings really experience this, really feeling what they're feeling. And the emotions aren't fake. These aren't people that have trained to cry on demand. Correct. Even if it seems and feels, as we're recapping this even, you know, I'm saying this, but he's, even if it seems and feels like, oh, that was so dramatic or that was over the top or that was that. But like, again, this is how they feel. It is. And that's what we're here for is to ride the journey with them and applaud them for putting themselves out there on reality television. Absolutely. Because I don't think anyone makes that decision and and embarks on a journey like this without really considering, you know, what the potential repercussions or and or benefits are of doing something like this. Yeah. So kudos to them for taking the leap. Yeah. And guys, sorry for my, you know, my giant ADD personality, but we've never done two shows in one day on season, you know, one of the Golden Bachelor and recapping Bachelor in Paradise. So it'll become a little more swimmingly and smooth moving forward. But damn, what a good time. I'm really excited for both seasons. I'm really excited about the cast and I can't wait for next week. I am too. I got to say I'm more into Bachelor Nation right now than I ever have been in my life. Hallelujah. You turned me, Kristen. I don't yes. know if, I don't know if I should be happier or upset about this, I but I know, but we have Bachelor Nation on Thursdays, then we have football on Sundays and Thursdays and Mondays and just like, oh, what a good week of television. <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for following with us on our first Bachelor Nation recap. We're again, recapping Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise every Thursday night. It will air on Fridays. And I feel like they should do like their fantasy picks too. They should. And you know, this podcast, the way we want to keep it growing, we want our, we want to be more involved and more engaged with our listeners. So please send us feedback, send us questions, send us comments, send us your picks. We want to know all these things. We want to move forward. We want to give you what you want. Let's do this. We're in this together. And rate us five stars. And rate, Uh, yeah, do that too. (laughs) It's very much appreciated. And it does affect our uh, visibility, makes us easier to find. And at the end of the day, it really helps us keep this podcast going. Absolutely. So we will talk to you guys next Wednesday in Sex, Love, What Else Matters. And again, every Friday, you'll hear about Bachelor Nation from Luke and I. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.